Hello again and welcome back to Parity Radio. This is episode 22. Yep, 22. And in this episode, I speak to a gentleman called Joseph Hall, who is currently a senior designer at a company called PV Creative in London. And we discuss a few things, including student portfolios, university, because we both went to the same university, his work at JKR in London. Uh, he briefly worked at Almwood, so we discussed that too, and his early influences. So yeah, um, I hope you enjoy. So, um, for the people listening that maybe don't know yourself, um, could you give them a bit of a rundown as, as to who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, I'm Joe Hall. I'm a branding and uh, packaging designer. Uh, studied at Staffordshire University. Uh, from there, had a really nice handful of internships at some great agencies sort of spanning the country from Elmwood Leeds to their, also their London studio um, and then interned at Springit's Johnson Banks, um, might have been a couple of others, and then uh, went to JKR. Really loved it there and, and that was definitely what got me the most excited. So I was delighted when they offered me a job uh, full-time. So I worked there for five and a half years then moved to, oh, so I guess I should go back to Staffs Uni because um, obviously that was a, a very pivotal part in, in my career and helping me decide what I wanted to do. And I already knew I wanted to do graphic design, but that really solidified it. Uh, and then obviously gave me the sort of realisation that you can get a, a job here uh, in, within the design industry. Um, and then, then after a few years at JKR, I got this got this offer to uh, work at a company called Brandon, who are based up near Manchester. So I already had this slight affiliation with the North uh, from studying studying Stoke. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up sort of working working there. And whilst the pandemic was sort of still happening and everyone was still locked down, it was a, a really good opportunity for me to work for this company remotely. Um, and then when things opened back up, I, I worked there on a sort of month. I was up there for a month, uh, not for a month. I'd go up every other month or once a month um, and stay there for a couple of days um, and work in the office for a few days. So it was a really nice mix of working remotely, but also being able to go up and see the team. And then more recently, a couple of months ago, I moved back into a London agency in PB Creative. So um, that's where I am at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's a nice rundown of everything. <laughs> Let me jump back for a moment then. So uh, going back to even before staffs or anything like that, did you have an interest from? Uh, do you have an interest in the arts from an early age, or is it something you got interested in a little bit later on? Great question. Um, I think uh, my mum was always very creative and probably got a lot from her. You know, we were always doing crafts as kids and painting, etc. But having thought about it I think actually the the part of graphic design that I really like is almost the sort of structured uh, problem solving part and and that there is structural rules to things like when when I'm doing branding that you have to set a um, set rules for that brand to take on and I can remember as a kid I um I would line up my cars in either height order or color order and and my, my brother was a very chaotic kid and he'd be you know, bashing cars into each other, but mine were already really neatly laid out. I remember anything, not just cars, you know, any any of my toys, they would always be in, in colour order or something. Um, 
uh, and I guess I was always painting, but but yeah, always very neat as a child. So I wonder if that's actually sort of the the part that uh, from an early age was the the graphic designy problem solving rules part that maybe influenced why I wanted to be a designer. I guess jumping sort of forward a bit when you for, when you were getting into kind of you know arts and things like that, did you have any artists that you sort of went towards that you had a big interest in? Um, not in particular obviously I think once you get to to college and uni you start to pick up on who graphic designers are but I think I was always interested in things looking nice um, and and being neat Um, so I liked nice looking things and you know I'd have posters up on my walls um, and and bits of art but I guess it wasn't really I wasn't art. I wasn't particularly interested. I guess even sort of um, interesting CD covers and and things like that that I used to like. Jumping forward, then I guess to your time at Staffs. Obviously, as you mentioned, you're from down south, and at Staffs Uni, my uni is is up north. Um, what got you interested in moving up north to begin with? Yeah, so it wasn't necessarily oh yeah, I want want to go up north. Um, I looked at loads of different unis. I uh, went to sort of campus visits etc um and this was probably one of the further afield ones I sort of had in my mind I wanted to be a couple of hours away from home it's a it's a nice amount you know you're still close enough I could pop home but far enough that the parents won't be knocking on my door every weekend <laughs> um but uh I went to visit the campus and the, and the uni and the design department and it was exactly what I wanted from a uni the the campus was brilliant everything was there that you could want it was kind of a bit the the thing what you have in mind of a university I think or what I certainly did with with the campus and um the accommodation on site um but also having the city nearby that you could pop into but you could also quite easily get away with literally staying on campus for for months on end um and then obviously the course uh the equipment there I found was was really really good compared to pretty much every other university I I visited the equipment and the facilities at staffs was was really great um whether I knew at the time how much I'd be using them or not but it's definitely sort of an appeal there to you know to be a bit more hands-on rather than all digital and I think particularly now maybe it wouldn't matter so much because the world is just even more digital than it was 10 years ago when I started uni uh but being able to you know sandblast things laser cut the photography studio uh that that was what really interested me i think um, is the more hands-on stuff something that you've carried on since your studies at all or not particularly i think that's sort of the way of working in industry but I th- that i think that's why i chose packaging was so that you can still there's still a physical product at the end of it that you get to hold um and it's shame the cameras aren't on because behind me i have uh, a few of my sort of things that i've designed in the past because otherwise it goes in a cupboard and gets all dusty so I've, I've sort of oh I should probably display it so I've actually got it some some of my favorite bits behind me um and, and that's what I love is being able to I've designed something and now I actually get to hold it rather than and you know a brilliant project of mine was the national national lottery uh did the branding um at JKR uh for the lottery and, and it, as amazing as, as that project is it's all digital Apart from there's a couple of routes or retail touch points, but really it's the whole 95% of the things that we designed were for a digital space. 
and yeah, I can go on the app, but I think um, maybe it's sort of quite a simple thing is being able to show my nan that this is what I worked on and she just wouldn't understand the app. She, she hasn't got a phone herself. So being able to sort of take a bottle to her and be like, oh, I, I designed this. She gets it. And I think that's why that's sort of the, the physical aspect I get, not necessarily hands-on in creating things. You know, I'm not, I'm not got the paints out or um, being able to sort of really use my hands in a creative way physically but i think the physical thing for me is is the the end product the piece of packaging on your accolade section of your of your linkedin it mentions that when you're at uni you receive you received a most improved award um so would you say that you benefit you benefited quite a lot from being uh, at university and studying absolutely yeah yeah i i really thrived there um not just from a course point of view i think from just life as well um and just growing up um but yeah, not, not the course did not just teach me graphic design. I think I I learned a lot there of, of life skills, but sort of more focused in design rather than just technical skills. I I really bounced off of people around me. Um, there were some people with really good skills and different skills that I was friends with um, that I picked up and tried to learn as much from from them as I could, and they really helped me be better because there's like a couple of the guys that uh, I damn it like in a really healthy way oh he's he's done a really good project there i want to do better than that mm. and there was a there was a small handful of us that all already helped each other improve and i think without each other there we wouldn't have done as well yeah. um and i think i vaguely remember at the end of uni sort of saying to these these few people like look honestly it, would, it was so good having you there because without each other we wouldn't have been as good as you and there was that real mutual respect of like oh yeah like we wouldn't we wouldn't have done what we were doing now if we hadn't done been together 10 years ago so so yeah it was really good to sort of being at the uni as such but also bouncing off your peers um but yeah like most improved I think I think it was and that's normally like a bit of an oh he's, he's turned up a bit of an effort award but uh I think first year I just didn't really understand what good design was mm. and then over time started to get it and then there was something that clicked in second year um, and I I sort of realised, had this moment where I was, this is exactly what I want to do and I'm going to make this happen. So I really knuckled down and uh, with, an under, with a better understanding of what good design is and also the hard work and realisation that you can get a good career here, mm. it sort of had this perfect storm and I, I've started to do a lot better because, yeah, some of the projects in my first year are, quite laughable and when I go back um to the degree show or if I go and uh lecture every now and then the the lecturers tend to bring it up in front of everyone because it's quite a funny story that how bad my first year was um not from the one of trying I wasn't like just didn't turn up I actually turned up and tried I was just terrible at design <laughs> um but then then sort of knuckled down and it was just hard work that that made me progress a lot and, and i guess got the uh most improved award so yeah this is kind of the, the the middle bit the breakwater bit in the middle but i've got a segment um called the hall of fame and essentially it's the question of if i we say we were stuck in a lift together and i said to you can you give me one thing i can go away and research from being in the lift that was sort of the heartbeat of your own career sort of the most pivotal thing that you did that, that sort of shaped 
how you do what you do, what you do, what you do, you know, so on, so forth. Um, and it can be anything. So, you know, a book, a movie, person, whatever you want, really. What do you think that would be? That, that's a really tough question. I've been, been trying to sort of think about it. And uh, um, I think it's not necessarily sort of a pivotal moment that you can go away and research, but <laughs> there was a really nice moment um, that I remember sort of thinking, oh, well, sort of longevity of a career this this is good but I'll try and sort of go back to an earlier mm-hmm. one but this one always sort of pops up I I'd only been I might have still been an intern at JKR and um I was walking to work I was only a street away from from the office and this Aston Martin sort of comes up alongside me and I'm like cool that's nice isn't it and sort of in in a real quick way uh never be never be me in there and it comes around the corner and Ian Ritchie, so uh, the R of JKR, mm. just just waves at me as he drives past and he's at Martin. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Not only is this career really fun, you can make money. Mm. And I, was, I don't know, I just had this like, oh, yeah, I've definitely picked the right career. here. Like, I, I don't expect to ever be able to afford to drive an Aston Martin. But, you know, you, you can sort of hope. So <laughs> that was just a really weirdly lovely moment that I always remember from sort of that was sort of what started my career and made me think yeah yeah I've done I've picked the right the right one here um because you do you do graphic design for fun you don't you don't necessarily pick it you know to go and go and do a degree if I wanted to earn a load of money I could have picked law or something and done the done the degree in that um so it's a passion and and that's why you pick it and maybe that's the sort of pivotal thing is actually as a kid my my mum always said you know do what you enjoy not what you love mm. um do what you enjoy not necessarily what you're good at so I probably should have studied science at uni I, I took triple science at school and got an A star in physics to an A in chemistry an A in biology um and was pretty academic at school and I think I got a C in GCSE graphic design so um you know, <laughs> uh, not necessarily my strongest subject, but my mum always said, do what do what you love doing. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy graphic design. You know, at GCSE, it's not really graphic design yet. It's sort of, I don't even know what, what it was or what it, what it taught me, but I know I enjoyed it. Um, so I decided to pursue that and, and ended up doing a BTEC in graphic design at college because, again, I knew I could have maybe done A-levels and studied design business maybe a science but deep down I already knew I wanted to only do design so why take three or four subjects and split my time when I could have just done a it's only two and a half three days a week I think at college um the national diploma but it was doing what I love doing and, and following a passion so I guess that's probably my my one one moment or um the one big piece of advice that sort of inspired my career was doing something you enjoy doing. Uh, so yeah, jumping back to your career, your career after graduation, um, as you mentioned, you got into a couple of really heavyweight agencies in in our modern Johnson Banks. Um, would you have any advice for students that have maybe just graduated and are looking to get into agencies for internships? Yeah, I mean, once you've got one on your list, it tends to come a lot easier. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's sort of agencies trusting other agencies opinion and be like well if they've been there they must be pretty good um or it's like a maybe it's like a slightly jealousy thing where 
um, oh, they've, they've been there. We better get them in in case they end up going, getting a job there. Um, but it, that seems to be the way the way it works. So just getting that first one is is really important. The my approach um, was well, the way I got my one at one at JKR was I just sent them an email. I, I looked through the companies that have won the most design awards or some sort of awards board thing. Um, you know, if they're winning winning awards, they must be pretty good. Mm. Um, it's not necessarily the way because there are a lot of things you have to go through to enter enter awards. Mm. But in general, yeah, you know, if you've won one design awards, it should be pretty good. So I went through the list and and JKR came up. I just looked through their website because um, I hadn't actually heard of them at the time, despite sort of being one of the best agencies in the world, particularly in packaging, which I was interested in. And um I, one of their projects had this sort of stacking. Um, it was a Penhaligon's perfume, I think it was. And it was sort of similar to one of the projects I'd done at uni, my, my final project. And I just said, congratulations on your recent win. Um, I saw your Penhaligon's work on your website and it reminded me a bit of mine. Could you take a look at it? Um, and it was just a really simple email. You know, it's congratulating them. They're like, oh, yeah, nice. Um but also it's sort of a, a little simple into a segue to my portfolio. And it was picked up by a DD that had been to staffs. So he was ex-staffs from 15 years before. And I think there's there's definitely something in that as well as hitting up alumni from your university. Because you just have that little extra like, oh, it reminds you of yourself. And oh, I want to give that opportunity to someone that you don't know, but there's some weird connection there so he picked it up luckily and looked through my portfolio and luckily invited me for an internship so that's how that started a couple of others yeah sort of sending sending nice emails does really work because you'd you'd be surprised at how few students do that Mm -hmm. um and and i don't know students must be sort of expecting you to come to them but you don't have time so if you're pinging out your portfolio to as many agencies as you can and a tailoring your portfolio so that you know just fire it out to everyone if you know if there's a packaging agency that maybe do a bit more beauty have you got anything that shows maybe some crafted stuff that feels relevant to them versus another agency that do digital work and it's all very big and bold and graphic and you you know you have six projects in your port in your sort of bank of projects to go in your portfolio if you put show four but you mix in and match in those four each time maybe even three um and, and sending that, it then feels relevant. They're going to sort of, if they like the kind of work they do, so they want people to do similar work. So tailoring your portfolio as well. But yeah, really, it's just sort of starting those conversations. Um, and fingers crossed if any students have been to um, studios on on visits. Uh, we just had some, some students from staffs actually come on last Thursday. They came to visit. And if one of them messaged me in two years' time, so they were second years, they messaged me in two years' time saying, oh, I came and visited your uh, your studio a couple of years ago. Don't suppose you'd remember me, but here's my portfolio now. It's that lovely little in that you need. You need sort of an excuse to email sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just like, oh, yeah, you know, it may, remind, reminds me of the day. Um, I might not necessarily know their face or name, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, kind of. And you've already got that to sort of, ease you in and i think sometimes you need something just to ease in uh conversation rather than just sort of typing in maybe senior designer and trying to find a designer on on linkedin that you could just send emails to 
yeah. you kind of want a little bit of a connection. But if not, that is quite a, quite a simple way. Just via LinkedIn, go straight to a designer and sort of try and oh, any chance you could get, get my portfolio under the creative director's nose because sending it to the creative director, probably going to get sifted out by the their PA possibly, or they've just not got time to read it. Even if they do, they've then had to jump to a meeting or someone's asked them something. Whereas a designer or a senior designer probably got that little bit extra time and tends to care because they were only there themselves a few years ago. So yeah, I'd say that's probably the best way to go rather than even emailing sort of general inquiries at X agency, you know. You can get someone personal on a more personal basis that's a really good good way in you you might have answered the next one already but it was um it's about portfolios essentially and i just wanted to ask when you're looking at a student portfolio or even the student themselves are you looking for anything in particular or is it just the, the portfolio of work maybe i think you wouldn't believe how quickly i flick through a portfolio when i receive mm. one um yeah, it sort of comes in ebbs and flows. Sometimes you receive a couple of week. Um, you won't go a month with, with, without receiving one. I guess it depends on projects and timings of university. But I guess if you can kind of, as a student, again, if you could try and send out your portfolio portfolio earlier than, than the rest of the graduates that are going to do in summer, then you've probably got quite a good chance of getting seen and having a, that bit more time mm. for someone to take a look at it. I will whiz through a portfolio and see, can they design? Have they got the sort of early skills of just being able to use Photoshop Illustrator? You know, does it does it look any good? Fundamentally, um, as much as the idea is king, we have to make things look good as designers. And then, and then secondly, I'll stuff so if it's a yes, and most of the time, you know, most students can, can design. You, know, you get a few that you're like, well you've got no chance unfortunately um but most of the time you get you get a good portfolio then i'll i'll go back through and just the two projects that i've sort of liked when i flipped through that i i sort of saw that were most interesting that's when i'll read the little blurb and find out the idea most of the time it should be pretty obvious what the idea is sometimes obviously it needs explaining so i'll, I'll then have a read through and digest a little bit a little bit slower the probably my two favorite projects but yeah it's not not particularly long that i'm looking at a portfolio so it does have to stand out quickly and i guess in terms of what i'm looking for i love to see a packaging project in there but really it's just you know is the work laid out well does it make sense because even just laying out a portfolio is a job within itself there's there's a few sort of key mistakes where there's too much copy or sort of you haven't fleshed out the project enough and it doesn't take long for once you've once you've done designed your brand system and you've sort of created your brand for whatever it is to then put it on you know design six instagram squares and, and mock that up somehow maybe it's shown on a phone with some behind or you show a swipe through or you show three phones next to each other but it just sort of starts to bring flat you've got, already got to one touch point there is instagram put it on a couple of posters you know is there something a bit more relevant to your brand that that feels like a really good touch point so i don't know you're doing a golf brand um can you show it in sort of a relevant uh space you know would you would it be on the of a caddy um would it be would you brand up a, a golf caddy or you know some tea some golf teas with with the branding on it just so it's like oh you've actually considered instead of putting it on a tote bag put it on a poster 
put it on social media. You know, you need to do a couple of those to show it off because that's how much brands work is in those in those spaces. But if you can get some more relevant touch points, that's that's really nice thing that just shows you've just done that extra bit of thinking. So that's that's definitely something I look for as well. Just fleshing out a project nicely, so there's a really nice story to be told. So yeah, they're probably sort of my few things that I do I do tend to look for. Jumping backwards a bit, obviously you, you did mention JKR um, and your time there. Um, you obviously worked there for half a decade. Do you have any significant memories from working there? Things that jump out to to your mind when I say that? I had a brilliant time there. Like at, oh, everywhere I've worked so far, I've I've really enjoyed it, um, <laughs> and I've I've been really lucky in the places that I've ended up at. So I, I had a brilliant experience there. That was definitely where I learned my my trade. Um, <laughs> I'm sort of understanding how to tell a brand story, how you execute at a really high level, how you think. The most important thing was I learned how to think and come up with good ideas there. And that was, you know, we we tended to have that little bit more time probably than I'd say most agencies, probably because they charge more. Therefore, you've actually got that time to do the thinking. Whereas, you know, you can go to some agencies and you've got to whack something out within a day and you've not really got time to think about it. You've just got to do. We had time to step back and think. Obviously, it was always quick. It always felt quick. But being able to think and really think and then understand why you do the things you do for the reason and everything had a reason because then it makes design is subjective. But if you can make everything objective by we've done this because of this, we've done this because of this, we chose this color because of this this typeface relates back to your early brand or it feels relevant because of this. The client then really can't argue whether they like red or blue because you've chose red because of this exact reason. And then it becomes, it's very much problem solving then. So I definitely learned sort of everything I felt I really needed to, well, not everything I needed to know, but everything I needed to know to put me in a really good space to move on. Uh, other fond memories we we just had a lot of fun I think Sean the creative director there always was coming up and saying just just make sure you have fun and, and at the time you're like you're sort of stressing out want to do the best work you can do because you really want to impress and there was a really great ethos there of everyone trying to be better than each other not not on again sort of similar to uni you weren't trying to be better than everyone just to be better than them it was like a collective wow we can all be so damn good together mm -hmm. um so there was a really nice collective uh yeah making each other better being being better at design and wanting to be better. so you've worked hard but sean was always coming along saying you know enjoy yourself enjoy yourself i think i think it did take some of that on and, and try to really embrace it and enjoy it there and, and it became work became life there actually um especially when you join as a junior there's a few other juniors that join at the same time there's junior account managers that join at the same time there's a couple of other sort of um people of similar age that have also joined that summer um so straight away you've got 10 15 people that are within a year or two of you and then there's only another year or two older than that and there's another band of sort of 20 people so there's a really nice young culture there so the culture was 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 awesome that was sort of very close seconds to the quality of work that you got to do there was the culture um uh so that yeah again fond memories of you know, nights out at the pub and Christmas parties and uh, summer party. We went once. We went to Portugal uh, for a few days, and there was hundred sort of hundred and twenty of us or so there, all gone to a hotel in Portugal. Um, 
and yeah you just don't get to do a holiday with that many people in normal circumstances so for them to have facilitated that was was incredible and I've made some friends for life you know um one of the guys I met at JKR is one of my groomsmen um, getting married next year so um you know they also facilitated friendships as well as careers so yeah I've got very fond memories of of my uh, half a decade as you put it yeah that, that makes it sound rather long actually there you mentioned obviously the um like um I forgot the name what what you said now I think it was the atmosphere and you know the the atmosphere and agencies and sort of the culture. yeah the culture and agencies sorry um do you think that's something that's quite important in in design agencies the culture I mean for for me personally yeah um even when I worked remotely at Brandon I very much felt part of the culture and the team um you know some people don't like being part of the whole team and you know there's a lot there's people that go freelance maybe for that reason so that they can work sort of more on their own but um I found you you bounce off people you you have a lot more fun as well when you sort of like the people that you work with and you get involved with them but yeah once I think once you sort of like the people you work with and they like you you tend to help each other a bit more Mm -hmm. as well so not just on a sort of a fun fun level it's actually tends to and I would say I would argue that it helps your career is being a nice person that people get on with because they want to help you out in some way they can or or you know I know Joe was working on x project I saw something at the weekend that might be useful for you whereas if you sort of never talk to them you might not know what projects x person is working on and therefore not be able to give them that little nugget that might just help them bring their design on by one percent but if you sort of see something that can help someone else that's that's really great so so yeah the culture then there's other sort of things that go of sort of being involved in the cultures and something i'm really passionate about is helping students so as i said we had um some students come to to pb studio uh, last week and i love getting involved in that stuff and and starting to now head that sort of stuff up but in the past i've been sort of involved in the team and that's great you know setting briefs for students helping them out doing portfolio reviews um it was something that I sort of was lucky enough to receive and be involved in when I was at staffs and we had Elmwood come in, uh, set a brief. And that's what ended up how I ended up getting a uh, an internship at Elmwood in Leeds was because I won. They set a brief and said, whoever wins the sort of project wins the uh, yeah project, I guess, um, gets an internship with us. And so I ended up going to Leeds. I obviously said sort of, Leeds isn't for me I'm from I'm from Essex I want to work in London because I can nip in and out from my parents um and therefore they actually said oh, okay well why don't you go down to the the London studio as well so I was fortunate enough to to have gone to both their their studios um sort of because of that um so yeah cook and again was involved in the culture because you get interns sometimes that might not say a word to you so yeah. You don't you might you might see that they've worked on some good stuff, but if they're not a person that you want to work with, you've got to work with them five days a week, three hundred fifty-two weeks of the year. You know, you want them to be a nice person that you get along with and, and can talk to. So, so yeah, being being part of a design culture, I think, is very important and something I'll always I'll always look for. Sort of beginning to round up and jumping on um, from your time after JKR, as you mentioned, you, you left and you've you've jumped to a couple of different agencies from them. Is there any particular reason um, you left and you've been jumping around? Are you in a bit of a career shake-up at all? Or? Um, I think so. Fair question. I think 
in general, I don't know whether it's sort of across the board in terms of careers, but I think in, in general, there's a bit of a, and maybe it's once you've sort of earned your place, but I think there's sort of a bit of a two-year thing where you go to an agency, do a couple of years, move on. Mm. Um, don't know how true that is and probably doesn't average out differently, but um, I'd done, as, as you said, sort of five and a half years at JKR. It was just time for me to move on, sort of new challenge. Um, what else is out there? sometimes you just come to the end of your sort of natural time to go and, and when I left it was in really good sort of spirits and I still meet up with them uh, occasionally uh, you know if someone else is is leaving there's leaving drinks I'll go along uh, and, and meet up with loads of them that, that are still all there and there's never any sort of bad blood or anything for leaving it was everyone understood it was my my time sort of to move on so yeah I, I went to went to Brandon and obviously worked remotely from there and again, I'd done a year and a half there and started to struggle a bit working fully remotely. Well, it's pretty much fully remotely. So as I said, I go up once a month, but, and it's a fair old slog for me to get there and back. So I'd leave the sort of Monday night, um, travel up, be there by almost midnight by the time I got there after work on the Monday, um, work in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, normally and then I'd drive home Thursday and again wouldn't get home till midnight on Thursday night after work so and then by Friday I just want to I'm just I'm exhausted I just sort of want to be at home because I haven't been at home um so it it would although it's only three days in this in the office up there it would sort of kill my whole week and it just started to get a bit much um and I also think career-wise I I had another really big learning curve there because it's a smaller team. You get to be a slightly bigger fish in a smaller pond. I then got to take on a lot more um, and sort of went very quickly from a senior to doing a lot of design directing. And I think you, it's also not sort of, I didn't think it was obviously if I'd got the position there, you know, who knows what would have happened, but I think it's fair as a design director, you want to be around your designers so that you can just over the shoulder, not in a dictating way, but like, Oh, actually what if you just move that left and right and or, or change that to purple or whatever it may be just over people's shoulders rather than it's much harder on on now that we're mostly working remotely for a design director to have that impact on the juniors and the midweights to just have you know as a des design director you've had you've got experience you kind of know the little tricks and of the trade and things that can save time and just help bring on a project really quickly and if you're not there with people, I think that's much harder to do because you have to sort of schedule in time to jump on a call. I think we people are getting better at just sort of, you know, design directors and juniors jumping on a quick call, just giving them a, a literal sort of Teams call and saying, just moving this around, can't quite get it right. What do you think? And then hanging up and it's only taken a couple of minutes. But I feel like we're dictated a lot more by our calendars now because we're on we're digital and you can't physically see that people are in meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, so also I wanted as a, the next career move, the next step in my career is to be a design director. I'd like to be around the people rather than sort of doing it over teams and zoom. And yeah. at the moment we are, I, I'm currently going twice a week. So, um, there's still a little bit of that, you know, I would have to do a lot of my design directing from home, but I think having that balance of going in. So, so yeah, there were, there were definitely good career moves. Um, and I hope now that I really enjoy where I'm at because I've only been here a few months, but I'm hoping that 
this will continue and I'll stay there a while um, and maybe do another five years or so. But yeah, the, the Brandon one was obviously a short one because of just because of that distance, yeah. it starts to get a bit much. Um, and I wanted to be around people again. I'm, I'm also a people person. I like, mm-hmm. As you said, I like being in the culture and it was harder to be part of the culture despite the efforts that they, they, every time I went up, there was, um, Brandon were really good for getting me involved and um, people making a bit more of effort. Oh, Joe, Joe's up. Let's, uh, we'll go out for a couple of drinks or we'll go out for dinner, et cetera. It is just hard when you're not sort of a, a, you know, a commutable distance away. Mm-hmm. So, so that was the reason for that. Um, being around people again and, and sort of the next career move for me is design director and I want to be around people. So they weren't for any sort of, bad reason or particular reason that I didn't get on anywhere it was just there were just the right times in my career um and, and fingers crossed I'll stay at this place place for a while so it uh, won't be as sort of disrupted as I guess it looks on on paper at the moment no that, that's fine yeah I think it's I, I think I personally enjoy doing a lot of remote stuff but I think as as you said it is a lot more you you get a, you lose a lot of the kind of the in-person stuff you know the generating ideas really quickly just kind of going looking over someone's shoulder and going buddy buddy bird that sort of thing i think as a junior it's really really important to be in the studio you just i sort of don't remember back to the way i'd sit over sort of next to my senior um and be over his shoulder looking what he's doing what he's doing all the time and asking him constant questions i must have been so annoying because i'm sure i was just asking him questions the whole time um but i learned so much off of just watching him um, and watching the other seniors that were sort of sat behind me, uh, watching what they're doing, how they do things technically, but then also how they think and, you know, listening to the way they present their work as well. Whereas obviously if you're on, you're on teams now, um, you don't get to listen to other designers talk about their work. Um, So that's another, I I, I feel like it's a real struggle for the industry and how it's going to work and how we can keep, juniors and new designers to that same level and teaching them constantly when you are working from home um so i think that's why it's quite nice to have a balance of going in to the office a, a good two or three days a week uh, and especially for juniors so I'd, I'd encourage them to be in if possible five days a week because you're just going to learn you're going to learn so much more um i think as a senior you've kind of under, you've learned a lot of, and then you can and you know how to bounce off of the design director at that level but as a junior you sort of don't really know what <laughs> what's going on at times like i remember sort of thinking back now so, you know you didn't even know that you had to go to meetings so the first week when you're interning or whatever you're like oh i was supposed to have been there i didn't even know you had to like keep track of your calendar um which is sort of stuff you pick up when you're in the studio um so yeah that's quite important sort of could talk for ages actually on the impact of of working from home and how that's going to affect affect the industry but uh yeah that's maybe for another time um yeah so beginning to kind of round off and i asked everyone kind of the similar question at the end but it's kind of if you go back in time when you first got started doing everything and give yourself one piece of advice what do you think that would be one piece of advice um bearing in mind the zoom apparently has five minutes left sure yeah yeah um i know it's a massive question by the way yeah it is it is i think it would be as long as I sort of still worked as hard as I had done, um, it would be to to really really enjoy it. Um, and I think that's probably why why Sean used to say at JKR is like just enjoy it because mm. you get five years down the line, you're like, oh yeah, I worked really hard and it was good, but 
having fun doing design is you realize you know we're not saving lives so yeah enjoy enjoy what you're what you're doing um enjoy being able to create and having this cool job that to me isn't you know it's it's not a job i just get paid to do what i love doing um obviously there's some days where you're you know maybe you're doing a back of pack and you've got to find type that fits in the space and it's really frustrating or there's client amends that are that are annoying but when you think about it it's uh it's a pretty sweet gig to be honest uh being a designer so yeah i'd uh i'd just say enjoy it because uh it's it's good fun and sometimes you get wrapped up in the stresses of client comments or having to present something but at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't matter it's, it's not going to kill anyone you know so yeah that's cool and then super super lastly have you got anywhere where people can find yourself online at all um yeah linkedin i'd say is probably the best way to to get in contact with me on a professional basis so i think i'm joseph hall on there i've gone gone professional um and then i have an instagram joe hall design i think it is um should find me find me there yeah joe hall design so two places to find me i guess all good then all good uh let me just bang stop recording hello thank you for listening hope you enjoyed i think there's a million different things you can get from that if you're a student or a recent graduate there's a lot of stuff you can pick out from that and yeah if you want to follow myself online as ever on pirated material website is piratedmaterial.co.uk yeah and i shall speak at you next time bye bye